Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, we're joined right now on the WBEN Trocare College Live Line by Washington correspondent Stephen Portnoy. Uh, Stephen, we're said to be very close to a border deal in Washington, but the question is, will it cross the finish line? Well, that's a question we can't answer, nor can we explain what's actually in this bill until we see it. The text is still being worked on, apparently, but it could drop as early as today, perhaps sometime this weekend. That's what your Senator Chuck Schumer said yesterday. He's teed up a Wednesday vote to advance this emerging deal. Already, as you know, reports of what is believed to be in it has have led to uh, intense opposition. First, there was suspicion, and now there's outright opposition from the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, who says it's dead on arrival, a bill he hasn't even seen. And the former president, Donald Trump, says it's a terrible bill. He hasn't seen it either. But opponents are pointing to reports that the bill would permit the president to shut down crossings at the U.S.-Mexico border, but only after the Border Patrol already encounters thousands of migrants each day. Uh, it's either 4,000 4, a day or an average of 5,000 per day per week. Uh, we don't know, and we'll have to see the details when we, when we actually see the text of the bill. Remember also that this would be the vehicle for additional aid for Ukraine and for Israel. And so you're going to have Republicans, certainly uh, in the House, maybe even in the Senate, who are skeptical of more aid for Ukraine, and progressives who are increasingly in opposition to additional aid for Israel. So uh, we'll see the text, and, and Speaker Schumer set up a vote for Wednesday, but the threshold is 60 votes. We don't know. Does he have it? He's not sure, and neither is Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader, who said the other day he's not uh, clear on the fate of this bill. You know, that seems to be one of the things that everybody's kind of pointing their finger to, this increased aid for Israel, Ukraine. uh, You can throw Taiwan in there as well. Why are those things attached to this bill that's focus is, uh, you would think, primarily on the border? Well, our focus has been primarily on the border, but the whole reason this bill exists is because it was a supplemental bill for Ukraine and Israel. It's a foreign aid bill, which also is for the Indo-Pacific, which you mentioned, Taiwan. The strategy in the fall was, well, Republicans are going to be in objection to aid to Ukraine because the argument was, well, we're not going to deal with the Ukraine-Russia border until we deal with the U.S.-Mexico border. And so the president gave in on that and said, all right, well, let's let's deal with border reforms because he sees it as a political liability for himself, which it certainly is. Well, this is where things get tricky, because once you get into these details, um, it's it's tough to find consensus. The argument from Republicans is that the president already has authority in law that he's chosen not to use. The Democrats see it differently. 
They say that the asylum laws, the way that they're written, give the administration no choice but to grant legal status to, to, to a limited extent to migrants who are seeking asylum when they present themselves, and that the only way to get ahead of that uh, to the uh, satisfaction of the courts would be to change the law. And that's what they say this is really all about. But within their own ranks, Democrats say that they don't want to change the law as far as Republicans do when it comes to shutting down asylum and uh, uh, turning uh, migrants away or expediting uh, their removal from the country. And so, again, finding that middle ground is very difficult. It's been the subject of these delicate negotiations for a couple of months now. And while our focus has been on the border provisions of it, this is a supplemental appropriations bill, which is mean it's a spending bill. And the, 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 the policy provisions on border are attached to it. But really, more than anything, this is about getting aid to Israel and Ukraine. And that, too, is controversial. Yeah, I'm just thinking, can we expect any bipartisan agreement on anything in an election year? We saw a major tax package go through mm. the House on Wednesday, which expands the child tax credit. Democrats and Republicans came together. They approved it. But we're already hearing from Senator Chuck Grassley, who said, no, it's not going to he's not going to support it because it would make Biden look good. Well, that's right. And uh, the, the bill passed the House on an overwhelming bipartisan basis because the tax writing committee was behind it. And uh, it does two things. It, it expands the child tax credit for the poorest working people. And it also provides research and development credits for businesses. So something for everybody. But as you say, Chuck Grassley, a key leading senator on the Republican side across the Capitol, says it would be a bad idea strategically and politically for Republicans to advance it in the Senate because, as you say, it would make President Biden look good. And he says that it would also imperil the chances of extending the expiring Trump-era tax cuts because what uh, he believes is it would advance Joe Biden's re-election efforts, and then with Joe Biden in office, those Trump tax cuts will never be extended in full. No matter what happens, though, to this bill, it's certainly not the last we hear about this issue, right? I mean, you had the president this week saying that if he could, he would shut down the border right now. I I don't know if that is actually an option, uh, but that's what he said this past week. You had last week those numbers, Border Patrol reporting over 300,000 migrant encounters in December, including 19 people on the terror watch list. I, I, I'm regardless of what happens with this, I mean, this has got to come up again with it being such a, a huge topic and these numbers being so huge. Well, look, it's very hard to get an immigration deal done in Washington. One hasn't really been done in 30 years. Uh, what you're talking about in terms of the shutdown authority is really what opponents are seizing on. They say that implicit in the idea that the threshold is crossed means that already you're going to be letting in thousands, if not more than a million migrants into the country seeking asylum. And Republicans say that's too many, and it's a reason to object it instinctively. And then you have the fact that, uh, you know, it's just a difficult thing uh, to, to achieve a deal like this. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, a close friend of Donald Trump, however, says that uh, Republicans would be fooling themselves to think that if Donald Trump were to become president again, that Republicans could get a better deal out of Democrats. What he sees is a weak Joe Biden on this issue, which means that uh, the Democrats have to give to save Joe Biden's presidency. Uh, and so uh, he believes that Democrats are making concessions now they never would if Donald Trump were in office. So uh, legislating's hard, and it's hard to tackle the biggest problems. And that's why uh, Republicans who are behind this effort say that this is what uh, both parties can agree to for now. And if the problem continues to exist, well, let's revisit if we have to. But uh, as we've been saying, 
you can't remove the politics from all this. Donald Trump wants to run on this issue. So why should Republicans solve the problem now? Stephen, thank you again, as always. Stephen Portnoy joining us live from Washington on the Trocare College Live Line. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.